Hello and welcome to Unframed, conversations about the arts on CFCR 90.5 FM in Saskatoon and streaming live around the world at cfcr.ca. I'm your host, Michael Peterson. We're here tonight talking with SkyApp, the Saskatoon Community Youth Arts Programming. And with me in the studio is Jane McWhorter, who's the coordinator for their Urban Canvas project, as well as three of the artists involved. Thank you guys for joining me. Hello, I'm Jane and I'm here with Lenny Bolton, Sam Bird, and Alexander Zimmerman. Well, thanks. Thanks again. So Jane, maybe we can just start with you and talk a bit about SkyUp more generally for those who may not be as familiar with it. SkyUp is just down the block from us at CFCR, but what type of programming do you run and what can people expect from SkyUp? SkyUp is a local nonprofit located in the downtown of Saskatoon. We do a number of projects working with art as our main focus, specializing in working with at-risk youth, but we have a number of projects that are open to the public. Some of the larger ones are our free art drop-in, which runs three times a week where anyone can come and use our supplies and studio space. We have a gallery that showcases local and emerging artists, but our main project is the Urban Canvas Project, which we are currently wrapping up our 11th year. It ran consistently from 2001 till 2011 when funding got cut and we got funding back last year. So this was our 11th project and we're just about to come to an end. And coming to an end with a show at Gordon Snellgrove Gallery. To my understanding, the closing reception is taking place a week from this Friday at was it 10 a.m. in the morning? Yes. Okay. So the show is currently up in the gallery. We just finished installing it on Tuesday. And we will be there all week this week working on a mural that'll later be showcased somewhere downtown. But there's all the completed works by the youth and they were able to choose anything that they were interested in. So there's a ton of different types of media. We have photography, we have some digital prints, we have a lot of painting, a couple drawings, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, the title for the show itself is quite eclectic. Yes, it's an interesting title. It was kind of an accumulation of things that happened or were common running themes throughout the year. So, well, And I understand this has been quite a good year for SkyUp too in terms of there's been a lot of engagement from the artists in the program. There's been a lot of exciting art that's come out of it. I know I got to see the exhibit that took place, I think it was in the fall when it was just mm-hmm. sort of near the beginning and it was well attended but also quite quite challenging some of the artwork that was there. Yes, this group was very advanced, I feel, in comparison to my group, which is what I'm basing it on, because I was in Urban Canvas 10 in 2010-2011. And I just remember on the first day being quite blown away at a lot of the art, just being like, oh my goodness, these guys are kicking my butt even. (laughs) So the skills are really high in this group, and it was a really great group. Well, and it's allowed the group itself to then sort of be pushed into try some more challenging projects maybe than might otherwise come up? For sure. Like in the beginning of Urban Canvas, we focus on skill studies. So we'll do different drawing exercises, blind contour, all that sort of stuff. Then we begin with color theory and scales and start working on a lot of still lifes and monochromatic and different things to build skills. And then there's some recreation pieces to kind of work on just like learning new technique. And as we go on, we progress and near the end, they get to do their own things of their own choosing. So there's quite a range in interest. There's a, a bunch of serial killers and spooky things in one corners and corner, and there's mermaids and quite a bit of graffiti-based artwork as well. 
And so the students are really able to choose sort of the direction that they want their art to go in, but being guided by the instructors and by those running the program. Yes, near the end, it's just we're there to help them with technical things or help them achieve certain looks if they have questions. But a lot of them at that point, is it's just up to them, whatever they're interested in. And then, as you mentioned, too, there is a mural on the wall that's being painted throughout the week. And murals are a large part of what SkyUp does, correct? Yes. So originally, SkyUp, every urban canvas would give away one mural for free. So we would do it at local nonprofits like the Food Bank, um, White Buffalo, Youth Lodge. Every year we would give away one mural to different nonprofits around the city. And this year we did garbage bins instead. We didn't really have that large mural. We did a partnership with the Mawasan Valley Center. But this is another mural that would be showcased downtown at a later date. And this mural is looking at sort of Saskatoon, from my understanding, from past, present, and then looking toward what we could be in the future? Yes, there's uh, some pretty cool space cars and uh, that sort of stuff. Awesome. And yeah, when I think of some of what people may know of SkyUp, people may not even necessarily know SkyUp by name, but definitely have seen some of the projects that SkyUp's done. You mentioned the garbage bins. So a lot of people will walk into SkyUp and be like, what is this place? But once I start talking about all the things that we've done throughout the city, like the traffic control cabinets and some of the larger murals, including St. Paul's Hospital we did a few years ago, then they're familiar with the work we've done, but not exactly sure who we are. Right, because, yeah, I think often when I go to events of seeing those garbage bins that SkyF has painted in quite beautiful murals on the bins. Yeah. And then, like you said, the traffic control boxes where this is an anti-graffiti project, if I'm not mistaken, or graffiti reduction. It's one of our anti-illegal graffiti initiatives where we think that if we paint something beautifully or paint a mural on a structure, then people who are going around and tagging it are less likely to come and tag it because they'll kind of respect that it's an art form. Right. So we have graffiti boxes all downtown and on the way to 25th, up and down 8th Street as well. And each of them has historical content or or is historically based. Based on where they are, they have some kind of significance to that area. Well, and then these are done both by people from within the SCAT program, but also outside artists who apply? So usually a lot of our murals that are done outside of the Urban Canvas project are done by past participants of the Urban Canvas project. Okay. So we'll get different commissions, we'll get the traffic control cabinets, we'll get sort of things like that, and who we turn to first is past participants from the past 11 years. Well, that's nice. And giving some opportunities then for these artists that have gone through the program to continue to make art and have their art seen by quite large groups of people. Yeah, it gives them an opportunity to use their skills, continue to make art, but also make some money and generate income, which is nice. Which is always some that elusive part of the art practice. Yes. So. I think that's a huge component to the Urban Canvas Project is the fact that we are paying people to be there because otherwise it would be very difficult for people to come and spend 35, 40 hours a week making art because you have to pay bills, you might have children to take care of, whatever it is. The Urban Canvas focuses on, uh, we call them at-risk youth, but basically it's just people from different backgrounds of that have faced different types of adversity. So we have all sorts of people from different walks of life, some involved with gangs, some um, with confidence issues, some have struggled with drug and alcohol problems, all sorts of things. The one thing that they all have in common is kind of an interest in art and the idea that they want something to help them move forward. So then that's where it kind of begins to get the ball rolling. 
Well, because art is one of those things where if you don't have, you know, like if you're not coming from an economic background where you can take time to make mm -hmm. art, as you say, artists often don't make money at the beginning very easily. But if you don't have that sort of funding to start, how do you start? Or if you're not able to be a student or get student loans to go do it, it, it can become a real barrier. And so. sometimes going to be a student then you have this degree and what do you do with it? Like a lot of people I know who have bachelors in fine arts work at places where maybe it's not the most fulfilling and they're not using their degree to the full potential. So if you come from a place of eager means and you're trying to move forward, um, going to school for an art degree isn't going to help you like push up into that, you know, income bracket, right? Not really, no. Not exactly. So um, SkyUp kind of provides a place for anyone to come in and use the space and use our materials at drop-in, but the Urban Canvas kind of employs these people to give them a chance to study their arts and maybe find themselves within it. Right, giving opportunities that wouldn't otherwise be out there. Which yes, is, of course. Yeah. Well, and then you mentioned that drop-in too, and I've talked to people who are regulars at that program and just talk about how meaningful it is to them to get to come and make art and sometimes learn about art techniques and you know it's a really nice social event for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah we get a wide range of people at drop-in and I'm always surprised by how there's never really a pattern and some days you'll have four or five people who come in on their own and they're all over 50 and some days it'll be groups of teenagers it's just all over the map and we have a number of free supplies which you can find on our website and anyone can come down and if they have like basic technical questions, if they're wanting to learn how to do certain techniques, mix colors, draw a nose, something like that. If it's not too busy, I'm always willing to help. And the other art leaders are, we all have different areas of expertise. So you might not get the same help from every person, but everyone should be able to help you out with something. Well, that's part of that opportunity too, to provide both for the community opportunities to learn, but then for those involved at SkyUp opportunities for teaching or mm -hmm. for professional development or other things. Too. Yeah, drop-in's kind of a nice segue from the Urban Canvas into working there because you get to access a different set of skills and maybe start to build your confidence in being around people or teaching people or just the the basis of working at drop-in is make sure people feel welcome and show them where stuff is. So it's a fairly low-pressure job, especially for the beginning. But is it often people who've gone through the Urban Can Canvas program that get, are working drop-ins then or... So the majority of our um, drop-in staff is Urban Canvas. We have a few people who come on from time to time who have worked for us in other ways, like our summer students who do the art in the park. A few of them will do drop-in from time to time as well. Yeah, I just think that's a really nice opportunity, again, to provide sort of continuing opportunities and opportunities for growth. And yeah, we're, we're continually looking for different ways to get people involved, keep them active. I have... Like one of a couple of the people who I finished Urban Canvas with work at SkyUp either at, in drop-in or teaching classes. A lot of the elementary schools within the core have programming once a week from SkyUp where we'll go in and do a free art activity activity with the kids. We also do a lot of work at SkyUp with alternative schooling. So kind of more troubled teens going to alternative schooling will come there and get their art training there. But then we also do a lot of stuff with murals, with face painting, all sorts of things. I have one guy who was in my urban canvas who just does a lot of commissions for my boss because he's very shy and he doesn't like teaching. He doesn't feel comfortable getting up and doing that sort of thing. So then he's kind of behind the scenes creating all these commissions that are later used for greeting cards and awards and presents and that sort of stuff. So there's lots of different opportunities where we're looking for ways for people to shine afterwards as well. That's great. 
And then just before we finish talking about SkyUp, the other aspect is the gallery itself. And you're also involved there in helping to run the gallery. As, as we were talking about, you, you wear many hats. Yes. And this gallery is one of the more open and accessible in the city in terms of anyone can sort of book a show there or you're pretty open to people having shows? Yes, yeah, so it's a gallery space for, for local and emerging artists, and it's free to show. We just take a small, small commission if people sell just to go back into the gallery, because the gallery is one thing we have a hard time getting funding for. Being a nonprofit, it's hard to get funding for a lot of things, and the gallery is just one that doesn't get a lot. Um, people can just send an email down if they're interested in showing, and then a couple images. Usually I like to see if I feel like they're ready for a show and if they're not we have a couple group shows that happen a year to kind of get their feet wet so people can kind of get that chance it's nice if they haven't had many shows or don't have a lot of experience to do a group show a partner show and then a solo but some people just come in and do their own solo show from the beginning well that's nice though offering again opportunities for people to sort of build into that being ready to have a show and and so that you're you know trying to find a way for them to get involved in the gallery yeah, for sure. And it's a beautiful space. Like it's a big space and it's a do-it-yourself space. And we've had some crazy transformations in there with huge uh, sculptural pieces to paintings to drawings. We've had video, everything. Right now there's an amazing exhibit by Kathy Allen who has created these beautiful little peephole boxes and each one is like a different world. And it's crazy to look inside of this little box and see, feel like you're looking at the forest floor or something like that. It's quite excellent. Yeah, Kathy's exhibition is running at the same time as the Sky Up Urban Canvas programming in two different locations, which is really interesting. So Yes, hers ends on May 20th as well. Right. And yeah, as you mentioned, it's these mini boxes and she's been, when I ran into her, she was talking about encouraging people to use cell phone cameras to view them because you get a much more detailed view sometimes mm -hmm. actually seeing the pictures after they do even looking through the people, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. Well, I think that's a good time then to move and talk to three of the artists that have been involved in this year's Urban Canvas project. So Lenny, if you don't mind starting, can you tell us a little bit about the artwork you've done for this show? The artwork that I did was kind of well, I was kind of rushed because I didn't really do any pieces at the beginning because I was kind of slacking. But I kind of enjoy the pieces that I've done. And I don't know, they don't really have much meaning to me right now, but they're just pieces to get done for now. So, okay. Yeah. What Could you describe the, sort of what they look like for someone who might not have had that chance to visit the exhibition yet? The piece that I first finished was... I don't know how to explain it, but I just spray painted the background purple and pink and then just put like a skeleton type of butterfly on it. I don't know. It's it's pretty trippy. I like it. <laughs> and then there's another one. It's it's all in spray paint. It's I made it using mostly rocks and uh, I just put a guy fox on it, like four of them. So when you like say that too. using rocks, were you using them to mask out areas or um, well? Yeah, first of all, I put down a layer of spray paint and then I just took rocks and put them on top and then spray painted different color over it. So when you move the rocks, that first layer was down. Okay. And then I did that a couple times. So it was like different layers and different colors. So it looked pretty cool. Awesome. Is art something that you'd been doing prior to enrolling at Sky Up? Uh, yeah, actually, I've, I've been doing art since I was like five. Okay. But I, I just lost it for a while, but then I just kind of picked it up again when I met my mentor, Jordan Schwab. Jordan's a good guy that way. Did you meet Jordan through the program then or before enrolling in this program? Uh, before. 
Okay. A little while before, yeah. If you don't mind, what's this program sort of, what's your experience been like in this program? I've enjoyed it. Like the times that I've been there, I've enjoyed it. It's good. I just enjoy being around people that do the same thing as me and enjoy the same stuff as me. So, yeah. And getting to, yeah, because I'm assuming that in day-to-day life, you don't run into as many artists. At least I didn't until I went to school. You know, people that have that same passion as you might have. Yeah. Well, and Sam, if you don't mind, let's start off with a similar question, talking about sort of the work that you have done for this exhibition. Some of the work I've done is video game characters. Well, I really did only two pieces, really. One of them's a video game character from Bioshock. And I guess video games mean a lot to me, so doing this piece meant a lot to me in, like, a way, I guess, because video games were an out before I started Sky App. Could you describe sort of what the pieces look like visually for those who might not have seen them? My piece is of Bioshock, if you know what that is. It's um, a steampunky type game. Okay. I drew two of the main characters, I guess, really. It's like... I don't really want to say their names because it's really they're really weird names, I guess. That's okay. So two of the main characters. <laughs> and so you drew these two pieces and these two characters. Hmm. Was art something that you were doing much in your... Like, was this a big part of your life before Sky App? Um, I kind of really didn't really do art before Sky App. I mean, like, elementary stuff. I got into, like, the Metal Art Gallery once. Okay. And, like exhibition first places but I didn't really keep with art because I didn't I don't really like my art but like getting into sky app I think was one of uh, my favorite decisions I've ever done okay so it's like I don't really do art ever besides till sky app and so I'm really at a beginner level and art I think I've improved through the year a lot actually and Jane's giving a big thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's just so different to me, I guess, now, because it means a lot to me to do art. It's like a way out. It's like a therapy to me, so. Well, and to then be around, sort of, as we were talking about with Lenny, to be around other people who enjoy a similar passion as you? Yeah, it's, like, awesome, I guess. It's, like, I never would have probably ever talked to these people ever in my life, but, like, to meet them all, they're like, they mean a lot to me, everybody here that I've met. They mean a lot to you, but it's also like people who've gone through quite a long experience. I mean, this is a long program. I mean, it's quite intensive too, full-time, 34 weeks. So you're also around these people more than probably most people in your life for that period of time, or a lot of them, right? Yeah, it's like, I connect with these people in a way that I probably would have never connected with another person. Well, and what's it been like getting to be involved in projects that are going to be seen in the public? Like, I think this mural you're working on right now. It's kind of scary, honestly. I don't really, I didn't really believe in myself at the beginning of this program. And, like, now to have, like, shows to show my work that I've done, I'm, like, really proud of it. That I never would have been able to do any of this, honestly. So it's such a great program to me. It means a lot. It's going to be something I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life. That's great. And so, Alexander, you're uh, another member of this program. Um, Yes. Would you mind starting by describing the pieces that are in the final exhibition? Um, My pieces, uh, I was a little disappointed I didn't quite get all the pieces that I wanted to get done, but 
There's quite a few. Um, one piece I made is Dr. King Schultz from Django Unchained. I painted a big picture of him. And originally, I didn't want to do that. I didn't have any intention of doing that whatsoever. Originally, I was trying to make Clint Eastwood for my father. And then I was just like, might as well make him too. So I made him, but I didn't even end up finishing the Clint Eastwood one. <laughs> Funny. Some, sometimes how things go with art projects, hey? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, that's up there, so. Okay. And then I made another one. It was small. I don't know. I think it was like 10 by 10. Little. It was a stencil. I did it all in spray paint. It was stencil of one of my favorite cartoon characters when I was a kid. I wanted to make a bunch of just like some of my favorite cartoon characters from the 80s and 90s, but I ended up just doing that one. It's uh, Powdered Toast Man from Ren Stimpy. Awesome. I made that one, and then... I made another one that was, was like basically acrylic paint and spray paints and stencils. But there was really no meaning behind it when I first started it, like nothing whatsoever. I was just throwing a bunch of things together. But I guess it kind of means stuff, something to me now that I look at it. But Do you make art then differently now than you did before enrolling at Sky Up, um, or? Yeah, like before, all I ever used to do was draw. Like I never really painted or never really used spray paint or any other forms i just basically drew and maybe charcoal but that's about it did you make art often beforehand like, um, was that a well when i was a kid yes until i was like maybe early teens and then i stopped making art until maybe a couple of years ago and i started again but i realized that my skills were not nearly as good as they used to be so i got frustrated and just gave up all entirely until i joined urban cannabis project and now I feel like that my old skills are back again, which I love. It's nice to nice feeling to be able to do that again. Having that amount of time to spend at it, like that makes a difference. Just being able to go do it every day, your skills are improving with practice, sort of thing. Yes, yeah, they've proved quite significantly since the beginning. And then I'm assuming two things like color theory. You were mentioning not doing painting before, so bringing colors into it in different ways, maybe than you had before. Yeah, yeah. But although I never really usually paint things the right color, <laughs> like when Dr. King Schultz is all blue, like, I don't know, I don't like painting things in the normal color, I suppose. More muted tones or yeah. monotone sort of. Okay. Well, and what has this program sort of meant to you then? What's the impact been for you or like, has it been a good experience for you? I guess I could also say. Yeah, it's been a great experience. I've learned quite a bit, like different styles and techniques and how to properly use different medias, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Jane, do you mind if we come back to you for a moment then? I thought it might just be good to finish up just talking a little bit more generally about the show. What's the year been like for you, I guess? You said this has been quite an advanced group and a lot of projects here you were able to take on. I, I think it's that first exhibition that was back in the spring and it was remaking sort of Saskatoon history and it was even like I just think of the way that this group isn't just doing visual pieces but trying to talk about larger narratives or their experience in the city and of the city so yeah our opening show was in November and we had just taken them down to the local history room at the library and asked them to search for whatever they want for inspiration and left it open ending with the the tying together theme being Saskatoon so we had a wide range from sculptural we had a paper house a cardboard the Besbro with lots of different elements in it um, where this one we left a bit more open-ended because we really want people to kind of work in their own interests people usually flourish the most when they're focused on things that really intrigue them 
the past eight months have gone by ridiculously fast, like so fast. I just want a time machine to go back and do it again and keep going. It's been such an amazing experience. Um, I have a lot of emotional ties to it because I was in the Urban Canvas Project and it really changed my life. So I was kind of like the crying mom and I'd always be like, oh, my babies, they're getting so old. So it's been amazing, but I really, I don't want it to end. I just wish it could keep going. It's been so wonderful. And really watching these people kind of move forward and grow, even in ways that they might not see it, is it's amazing. Like I'm just so proud and so happy that I got to be part of this experience. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, and as you said, the final show then, the sort of culmination of this, the opportunity to sort of be, come down and uh, participate a bit in a bit of that sort of joy of the end of it is next Friday, which is May... It's May 20th at 10 a.m. at the Gordon Snellgrove. We're beginning right at 10 because we have a program set. There'll be lots of special guests, snacks, a bit of a program. It's kind of like a graduation ceremony slash media event, so it'll be a big thing. Everyone is welcome. Come out, bring your friends. There's a lot of great art to see there. The mural will be completed, and you can come watch me cry. (laughs) Well, and I, I know from past events, they're always well attended, so you'll be able to join a crowd. There's usually a number of dignitaries that come, as you said, a number of speeches, sometimes mm-hmm. from the pro, from people like yourself, sometimes from the graduates. But yeah, it is, it's that sort of, like you say, a commencement ceremony, a sort of a graduation. Yes. Yes, I think the, the final show is great because it's kind of like the big parade or like the last hurrah, but the program, just being there together in a group and just you know, sitting there and talking and the people who maybe aren't so talkative sitting there and laughing and enjoying and just seeing these people interacting and finding things that are common themes where, like Sam said, a lot of people you might not have talked to in a regular setting, just you might have passed each other on the street. You have these people kind of coming together and finding similarities and building relationships that can really help move people forward. It's hard when you come you come from a place where you're struggling with whatever, it doesn't matter, but it's really nice to have a sense of community and a sense of community that is trying to move forward, trying to progress. So if art's the bonding thing or if comic books is the bonding thing or you know, taking care of your children is the bonding thing or whatever, It was beautiful to watch these little relationships grow and flourish, and I hope that some of them will continue after, or that I know that I want to make sure that the students know that they're always welcome at SkyApp. SkyApp's a place where everyone's welcome as long as they're not making the environment negative in any ways, then you're always welcome at SkyApp. That's wonderful, and a place to grow those relationships is, mm-hmm. is a really important thing in our community. So Yeah, just even having a sense of community is super important. Like finding a place where you can fit in, especially if you feel like you've never fit in or you've had to be someone else to fit in or you've had to drink or do drugs to fit in. You know, like there's so many different st- situations where it's beautiful when you can find an environment where you can really just be yourself and fit in. The reception is taking place next Friday, May 20th, 
at Gordon Selgrove Gallery at 10 a.m. And Lenny is going to give us the title of the show here. Um, the title of our show is Cats, Ninjas, Mermaids, Serial Killers, and Poutine. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. Again, my name is Michael. This has been Unframed, Conversations About the Arts on CFCR 90.5 FM. A reminder, as always, following the show, you can always connect with us on social media. We're Unframed Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you'd like to hear this episode again or any of our past episodes, you can go to our podcast, unframedradio.com, or on iTunes. Thank you and have a good evening.